welcome to another episode of Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and that times have the base that revolve in and around the video games industry. You can be a part of the live show experience over at twitch.tv backslash impact play and clicking on the notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube, even on your favorite podcast platform. Just simply type in the impact play. I am your show host, Muhammad, otherwise known as It's Yagu. This is episode 76. On this latest episode of the Impact Play, we discuss Super Nintendo World is opening up in February of 2021. Roadblox has finally been given the green light to launch in China. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie will be starting production soon, in addition to the latest gaming news stories affecting the industry this week. So, uh, before we get into the news, we always get it, we always discuss what we have been playing, what have been what we have been enjoying, and just life in general, even if this doesn't directly revolve around video games. So, without further ado, let's get into the first segment. I've been playing, of course, a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. If you've been following me on my Twitch on Twitch.tv backslash Itsyaku I T S Y A G O O H, and I've also Sort of uh, playing Fortnite's latest season, Chapter 2, Season 5 to be more precise. I've enjoyed last season because of the whole Marvel theme, and it was pretty much my favorite thus far. However, for some reason I wasn't heavily invested in it, but this time around it's going. this is going to change. I went ahead and purchased a Fortnite Cruise subscription, and I will discuss more in depth in the gaming segment, segment of the show. I've, I've discussed it last week, but I'll go, I'll go into that further for those who are unaware about this new subscription model from Epic Games. And I've also started watching The Mandalorian over on Disney+. Plus. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I enjoy the story, I enjoy the lore, and it's, it's, uh, it's an okay show. So, uh, as you all know, I've... I'm trying to finish Valhalla as soon as I can because we have Cyberpunk coming out in less in about two days, <laughs> and I don't know how I'm going to play uh, Black Ops Cold War, Miles Morales, Star Wars Squadrons. It's just so much, and I, I'm also working on a cosplay outfit. I'm just waiting on <laughs> I'm just waiting on my outfit to come in. Hopefully, it comes in before before the game's release. Otherwise, it's going to be that week because I have no idea. This is coming from abroad, from overseas. But, without further ado, we're going to get into... Oh yeah, before we get into the gaming news segment, we do have uh, some uh, notes to be aware of. We have launched our merch store. You could simply type exclamation merch to bring up the URL. So you could view our merch site over at uh, what's the uh, what's this thing called? Give me a second. Stream elements. I'm sorry. We have a. We also have a Christmas winter bundle now that includes a hoodie as well as a coffee mug. And we have the hoodie in two colors: navy and like a charcoal kind of color. I have them both coming in. So hopefully at the end of the week, as soon as I get it in, I'll show you guys how it how it how it looks like. But in the meantime, I do have like a image that I got from them, a, re- a rendered image. Where are you? There it is. So that is available now. To order, you could choose one of our. Uh, you have two color hoodie options again: navy and gray, and you also get that. Special Chris, uh, winter Christmas edition coffee mug. Every purchase is just one of the many ways that will help support the show. To help us bring even more content to you guys. Bring even more experiences. And help us improve our equipment. Help us bring on more guys. To help us go out to uh, even more gaming events. So every, every, every little bit helps. Even if you can't, it's no big deal. Simply share the podcast. Share our Twitch channel to everyone you know. And help us grow even further than what the, than our goal is. 
So, Cyberpunk, uh, let's get into the gaming news side of things. Cyberpunk is in four days. So, it, it, it is set to launch on the 10th. People are speculating that this is, it might be delayed because they delayed it a couple of times. But, this is just fine-tuning the bugs. That's all it is. Uh, where are you on it? Oh, let's see. And also, Cyberpunk 2077 is finally a pilot with a release date set of December 10th. We already talked about this. Uh, okay. So a couple, uh, a good amount of people are getting their, their cabbies early. And what, one of the companies is Best Buy. It's under, it's under the, the, the limelight. But, Cyberpunk, uh, CD Projekt Red is asking anyone with an early copy to hold off on streaming, not posting pictures, videos, because they will be removed with a DMCA strike, of course, because it's not, it wasn't set to launch that day. Even though the retailer messed up, this is like a gray area. Even though the consumer purchased it legally, it was just a retailer that went ahead and sent it early. Because I know, like Best Buy, for example, messed up. But at the same time, they need to protect their IP. They don't want to spoil. They don't want anything spoiled. And on top of that, there is a day one patch. That is, that is uh, that is. Uh, some people are reporting that it's available now. Others are saying that it's going to be available day one. But yeah, essentially, it's going to be about forty gigs. Some people are reporting it. It's more, and so on. But yeah, it's it's going to be. Around 40 50 gigs initially, and at the same time, this is just uh, Kirk, um, getting rid of these uh, the majority of the bugs and trying to make the game run as best as it can. So, we talked about Cyberpunk. Oh, oh, yeah, here's something else, too. I forgot to mention this earlier. Here is a tweet from Cyberpunk 2077's official Twitter account. We're getting closer and closer to launch, and chances are some of you will get your hands on a copy of Cyber Cyberpunk 2077 before release day. However, difficult this may be for us to achieve, our ambition is for gamers all across the world to have the same spoiler-free experience at the time the game releases. This is why we can only ask you not to stream Let's Play or release any similar content before December 9th at 12 p.m. Central or 3 a.m. Pacific. We will send MaxTac, you know the guys who take down videos, after everyone who does. Uh, after that date, however, we would love if you would stream ev uh, everything like there is no tomorrow. It's 2020. Who knows? Maybe there isn't. And what? Why well, didn't notice this at first? MaxTac... Max Talk is uh, is the in-game police force, I guess you could say. And I don't, I thought it was like a bot that they'll send after you. But yeah, that's, that's a nice uh, Easter egg for you guys. Okay, so without further ado, let's get on to the next segment. It's not a uh, gaming uh, directly, but yeah, it's a, it, it is in, in entertainment in, uh, related. So. It's coming from IGN. Okay, we have a breakdown of uh, the new Marvel movies and TV shows in 2021 and beyond. Let's see what we got. One Division is scheduled for January 15th of next of next month, actually, on Disney Plus. Black Widow's slated to arrive May 7th of 2021. Shanghai, Shang Chai, and the Legend of the Ten Rings, July 9th. Eternals on November 5th, Spider-Man 3, December 17th, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, there's no slated release date, but it, it's apparently supposed to come out on 2021 on Disney+, Plus. you have Loki, same year on Disney+, Plus. What If, 2021 on Disney+, Plus. you have Thor, Love and Thunder, February 11th, 2022, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022, you have Ant-Man 3 uh, in 2022, Black Panther 2, May 6th, 2022. You have Captain Marvel 2, July 8th, 2022. 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Still uh, uh, no slated release date or year. You have Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. Uh, no TBT. You have Moon Knight on Disney Plus. All, all these shows that I'm and movies I'm, that I'm talking about now, there is no slated release date at all. But these are supposed to come sometime in the future. You have Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. Hawkeye on Disney Plus. You have She uh, Hulk on Disney Plus. Nick Fury. You have Blade on Disney, well, both on Disney Plus, and you also have Deadpool 3. No slated release date. So, that's about it. Thank you, IGN, for that article. Now, this next one's coming over from GamesIndustry.biz. Production on the sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog movie is reportedly due to begin in just a few months. A listing on the creative BC Film Commission, Commission website, which handles movies shot in British Columbia, Canada. Shows out a production co-named Emerald Hill is due to begin filming on March 15th, 2021. As all Sonic fans know, Emerald Hill is the name of the first zone in the Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Further evidence that this project is in fact a Sonic sequel can be found in the fact that the first movie's producers, Neil H. Moritz and Nan Morales, plus director Jeff Fowler, are all involved. Production is expected to be completed by May 10th, but of course, the schedule will depend because of the ongoing pandemic. But yeah. And a fun fact, I didn't watch the first movie, to be honest. I watched clips of it, of course, but not the actual movie, but hopefully I'll get to it. Let me know if it's available uh, on streaming services. Wait, that reminds me. Here we go. Now, that really reminds me, this is coming from NBC News. Warner Brothers announced Thursday that it will make all of its movies slated for release in 2021 available to stream for one month only, exclusively on HBO Max. Every film will be simultaneously released in theaters and available for a limited time on the streaming service. The new hybrid model represents a novel deviation from the typical pro- program studios re- follow, uh, where f- Films are released in theaters first and then hit other platforms months later. Warner Media succeeded in making day and day theoretical and streaming a, rea- a reality, something Netflix has been trying to accomplish unsuccessfully for years. This is a huge win for consumer choice. And Rich Grenfield of Media, research from Left Shed Partners, Legacy Media has always tried to dictate how you consume their content. How the consumer now the consumer is in control. More theater stock prices fell. We don't have to know about that. But the first movie to be released using this model will be Wonder Woman 1984 this month. So, so it looks like uh, cinematic releases are 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 slowly being phased out because not everyone wants to go out, wants to go to the movies. Everyone wants to watch it on the comfort of their own home. Hopefully, this model will be permanent and will go across the board okay now let's see what else do we got let's see oh yeah doom eternal will arrive at the nintendo isha <laughs> isha i'm sorry about that in two days from this recording so on december 8th and also I believe, hold on, there's, oh yeah, now I remember now. Uh, where are you? Dragon Quest 11S Echoes of an Elusive Age of Definitive, <laughs> Definitive Edition is available, is available now, and it's also available on Xbox Game Pass. So even if you don't want to go ahead and spend $40 for the game, you can simply get it for free on Xbox Game Pass, included with your subscription. And now, because it is the holiday season, they have extended their free trial instead of because initially they had it for uh, the first month for a dollar. Now, now if you are a new subscriber, a new customer, you can get three months of a Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for a little for a little, as little as a dollar. So you can simply try these games day and day, day and day, uh, all these Xbox first titles, and on top of that, you could. <laughs> you get, even if you don't have an Xbox console, you can play it on your PC. Even if you don't have a PC, you can simply play it on your Android phone. 
So you have a lot of game, a lot of ways to, to play. And soon on your TV. Mm, excuse me. Okay. Universal Studios Japan has announced it will open its Super Nintendo World attraction on February 4th, following its delay earlier this year. This is coming from GamesIndustry.biz. This area is built within the Universal Studios Japan theme park in Osaka, and was due to open earlier this year in time for the Summer 2020 Olympics. The impact of the coronavirus pandemic, the closure of all theme parks, and delayed construction, pushing its debut back to spring 2021. That debut has now been nailed down as as early as February 4th. However, Bloomberg notes that the launch could still be delayed again as Japan tackles another outbreak of COVID-19 and Osaka has become one of the worst affected cities. Uh, So, the new Nintendo area is said to be quite small and the central ride on Mario Kart roller coaster utilizes AR headsets, which would presumably need to be... uh, uh, Don't worry about that. Actually, let's get into this so we can further... Get in the official park itself. Give me one moment, folks. Perfect. The verge. Verge is always good. Okay. Okay, perfect. Okay. Uh okay, here we go. Uh there's a themed cafe and merchandise store have already opened in the large uh studios Japan Park. US J. Oh, Universal Studios Japan and Nintendo have also provided details on what is sure to be one of the park's flagship attractions. A Marvel cart-themed roller coaster. It's housed inside a reconstructed browser's castle and makes use of AR and projection mapping technology with riders donning AR headsets cheap like Mario's cap. Bloomberg got a look at... uh, an early look at Super Mario World, including uh, Mario Kart Ride, and noted that the park is set to further ex- uh, expand it with a Donkey Kong themed area. The cars do have steering wheels and multiple vehicles can race alongside each other, but it sounds like the ride itself is unreal. It's not guaranteed that you win the race, there's an element of throwing power ups from, from item boxes, and the experience will be different from each time you ride, according to. USJ or Universal Studios of Japan. The park says it's working with health administration officials officials to ensure a safe environment for visitors and staff alike. It is currently operating at 50% capacity. COVID-19 cases have been... We talked about that. Okay, so yeah, essentially, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, actually. So hopefully, I'll be able to attend if, uh, if it's safe to do so. And your support will help us make this a reality. It brings even more content to you guys even more. Even more. Okay. Give me one second, folks. Okay, now. Here's another article coming from GamesIndustry.biz. Yuri Galar has been released. Uh, has released his ban on the use of Dabra in the Pokemon trading card game. The illusionist complained over similarities between himself and the psychic type Pokemon as the franchise first gained popularity in the West. He soon attended in the early 2000s and requested a ban on the use of Kadabra in the trading card game. As such, a Kadabra card has not been printed since. Galar's argument centered around Kadabra's Japanese name, Yon Geldar, and the fact that the character is seen bending a spoon with his psychic powers, which the illusionist claims alludes to his most famous trick. Speaking to the gamer, Galar, or Galar, has now says he is working with Nintendo to bring the character back. Due to the tremendous volume of emails, I am still getting, uh, getting begging me to allow Nintendo to bring back Kadabra or Young Geller. I sent a letter to the char- chairman of Nintendo, giving them permission to relaunch the Yuri Geller Kadabra, Young Geller worldwide. He claims the letter has been received by two Nintendo representatives, sharing the gamers. Articles on Twitter, he wrote, I'm truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago. Kids and grown-ups, I am releasing the ban. It's now all up to Nintendo to bring my Kadabra Pokemon card back. That's going on, them. I didn't realize that Kadabra wasn't seen in, in the TCG, to be, uh, to be honest. Okay. 
And now, we talked about this. We have a press release coming from Square Enix uh, Press. Uh, let's see. During a recent live stream for the upcoming mobile adventure RPG, Romancing Saga RE Universe in Japan, Square Enix revealed that cult classic Saga Frontier, originally released in the West in 1998, is returning as Saga Frontier Remastered, an HD remaster digitally on the PlayStation 4, the Nintendo Switch PC, uh, PC uh, via Steam, and iOS and Android mobile devices in summer of 2021. Part of the ongoing Saga project from Square Enix that has so far included Western releases of Romancing Saga 3, Saga Scarlet Grace, Ambitions and hit mobile game Romantia Saga RE Universe. Saga Frontier Remastered brings us back a strategic role playing game still left to this day. It'll feature a host of exciting new improvements in addition to including remastered graphics, new story content bringing in Fuse as main playable characters, new character events for fan favorites as Celeste, the popular glimmer ability which gives, gives which I'm sorry. Which gives characters new ways to learn skills and attacks and more. Newcomers and longtime fans will also be able to create endless adventures as one of the eight protagonists, each with their own goals and ending, depending on their choices with unique Saga Freeform scenario system. So it looks like the choices you make will reflect in game. So I'm actually looking forward to this. And I'll definitely. Hopefully I could like uh, be notified about this. So give me a second. Yeah, this is here. Okay, that's fine. Okay, next UK mobile, uh, UK single day mobile gaming venue hit a new all time high in Black Friday, reaching a total of $6.35 million according to data shared by Sensor Tower. This number is up 16% year over year from last year's Black Friday, which saw $5.6 million in mobile players sp uh, spending. And this is coming from GamesIndustry.biz. The highest grossing game was Coin Master, followed by Roblox and Candy Crush. Approximately 63% of this spending occurred on the App Store, with Google Play making up the rest of the total. Additionally, 2.2 million new mobile game downloads occurred on Black Friday in the UK, roughly flat year over year with last year's Black Friday. Mobile November 27th also marked a new record for mobile game app revenue in the UK with $10.5 million in user spending across all categories, up 23% year over year, which is great. And actually, kind of surprising. I didn't, like, I didn't expect people to just spend a whole lot on gaming. I, I've, like, I used to spend a lot on Pokemon Go, but I haven't played it that much. But then, it, but yeah. It's great to hear. Uh, okay, here's another article coming from GamingIndustry.biz. Supercell has announced it will shut down another of its soft launch titles, Hey Day Pop. In a black post earlier this week, the developer said that Hey Day Pop does not meet the standards we have set for ourselves and our players, and we would receive one final update before the server shut down on February 1st. Wait, so I should wait. Hold on, when was this article made? Give me a second. Yeah, on November 30th. Why is he saying February? F I think they messed up. Hold on, let me look this up real quick. When did it launch? Oh yeah, 2021. I know, I know they made uh, an error. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. This article was just written <laughs> six days ago. <laughs> okay, let me lift it. I'll let them know. Okay, leave that here. But yeah. Uh, the company is allowing players who have spent money in the game to transfer those purchases to other Supercell titles. Okay. Next, what do we have? Oh yeah. Roblox is officially headed to China, having gained two licenses from the nation's regulators. This is coming from another one from GamesIndustry.biz. Majority of uh, today's articles is coming from GamesIndustry.biz. They're doing such a tremendous job. So kudos on them and on their writers. 
The Chinese version of the widely played children's game will be published by Tencent on mobile and PC, which is not surprising. Tencent also Tencent is like the publisher for China. No releases, no releases has been given. Joint venture will be working with schools and educators using the game, which focuses on user-generated content to help teach science, technology, engineering, and mathematical skills. The ultimate goal is to launch the original version in China at a later date. Okay, so that's great to hear. The games are starting to reach a lot more people. Sea of Thieves is moving to a seasonal, progressional system with the introduction of a battle pass starting January of 2021. And a developer... Uh, Rare's latest video update, creative director Mike Chapman explained that after a year and a half of updating the game on a monthly basis, Sea of Thieves is moving to a new system with the introduction of seasons, a new model adopted by Epic and Fall Guys and what have you. And I believe they're also getting, let me see. So they're getting seasons and battle passes. Uh, yeah. I know they, they had such a, a rough launch. But they, uh, after that war, uh, rough head start, they've improved that game, and so far it's been tremendous. But I haven't played this on my end. Silent Hill creator Kaichora Kai Ichiro Toyama has teamed up with Japan, Japanese and industry veterans Kazunobu Sato and Junya Okura to form a new company. Boke Game Studios was announced alongside a video featuring the trio in conversion about the way the industry has changed over time, reminiscing about the atmosphere that used to exist when they were making things on a whim. The new studio will be an attempt to recapture that way of working by going independent. All right, and here's another one coming from GameIndustry.biz. Microsoft has acquired eSports tournament and event organization platform Smash.gg the news has shared uh, was shared earlier this week by Smash.gg Twitter account and confirmed by Microsoft via MSN Esports. With this acquisition, Smash.gg and tournament organization will continue to benefit from the platform, while our team will now benefit from our uh, additional resources and support as part of the Microsoft Content Services team. In addition, notice on the Smash.gg website as that the platform will continue as a self-service eSports platform available to tournament organizations from all game communities. So wow, Microsoft is still making moves. So this shows their further commitment into the gaming space. With Phil Spencer uh, taking the lead. Okay, another one from GamesIndustry.biz. Inad Global 7 continued its holiday shopping today. Earlier this week. <laughs> Announcing the acquisition of Daybreak Game Company, the alpha behind EverQuest H1Z1, and a variety of massive multiplayer online games. The deal values Daybreak at $300 million paid in a mix of cash and newly uh, issued EG7 shares. It is the second acquisition. Announced acquisition for EG7 and has many weeks coming off last week's purchase of Vancouver-based Mecha Warrior Studios Piranha Games. I believe we we discussed that as well. Alright, so looks like acquisitions are <laughs> are still going through. Okay. Exclusive. Sony's long-awaited Metal Gear Solid adaption looks to have gained Sony major momentum as sources tell Deadline. It's come from Deadline. <laughs> the Asgard Isaac is attached to play uh, Solid Snake in the film, which is currently in development at Sony Pictures with Jordan Vogt Roberts on board to direct. The film is based on the Metal Gear Solid video game. Of course, we know about that. So, yeah. Let's see. Another uh, uh, news in the acquisition side of things. So Media has announced it has fully acquired Realm Fort Studios, increasing its shares in the developer from 60% to 100%. Previously, Monique-based Realm Forge was founded in 2008 as a partnership between Box Dreams and Calpso, 
with the entirety of box dreams being absorbed into Rumforge and Kelpso taking a majority stake. Since then, Surya has been best known for the, the dungeon series of games. However, it will soon be, be taking on a new project, Chupico. Gibson will be moving all future development of the Tropico series to Rumforge Studios, with the studio's first contribution being the upcoming Tropico 6 Island Caribbean series. Rumforge is also still working on space on, on space-based sport uh Startopia, which is planned for launch in spring of 2021. Okay. Well. Wow getting a little dehydrated here this is gonna be kind of a short a shorter episode than normal because we don't have that much uh, new story just like little acquisition news game um, a couple gaming news but not not that much barely any okay and then are coming from gamas ultra Naughty dog did some top level role shuffling today at the santa monica Bay studios neil Druckmann studios vice president Vice President and Creative Director of The Last of Us Part 2 is now President, Co-President of that company. The announcement was made in a blog post to also announce the addition of Alisa Mori and Christine Jerlick as Vice President of Naughty Dog. Mori was previously Director of Operations of the company. Okay, but yeah. Essentially it. Short article. It's an article coming from Kotaku. In the last 48 hours, Monster Hunter World has received over 2,000 negative reviews over on Steam after a racist joke in the, in the film has led to a backsla- backlash in China and calls to ban the film. Daniel Ahmed, a senior a- analyst at Nico Partners, tweeted a clip from the Monster Hunter film yesterday showing the racist joke in question. And since then, this has been uh, the media has been disabled in response to reports by the copyright owner, of course. In the clip from the film, which was released this week in China, soldiers yelled to another soldier, Where are my knees? What kind of knees are these? Chinese. Many in China connected this joke to an old racist saying, as pointed out by Ahmed. This has led to widespread anger and backlash to the film. As reported earlier by Variety, the movie has since been pulled from most theaters in China. According to some reports, it appeared... An edited version of the film removed the joke was also banned in China, effectively stopping the Paul W.S. Anderson direct that adaption from appearing in the country. Capcom released a, a statement earlier this week distancing themselves from the film, with the company also claiming to be contact to be contacting to be contacting the proper film companies and producers from the joke. However, many found the statement hollow as Capcom just released a Monster Hunter World tie-in with the film with we already know about the time we talked about that last week. Okay, yeah, the joke is still slipped. Okay, what's odd that is that uh, the film was vetted by Chinese officials like all other films, TV shows, and games. Yet this joke still slipped through. As pointed out by Ahmed, the subtitle and the English dialogue don't match up with the subtitles referring a Chinese idiom about men kneeling. This has only added to the controversy, which some viewers... Believing this was a direct insult to Chinese viewers, but I guess that kind of slipped through the cracks. People, they didn't think it was such a big deal, but it looked like it was much more than that. Okay, Epic Games is taking no chances with players' health and safety due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic for the entirety of 2021. All competitive Fortnite events will be taking place online, and it's unclear or if the events will go back to its in-person format. However, you don't have to worry about a lack of competitive events. A moment. Our intent is to eventually hold in-person tournaments again, but our priority for any event is the for such event is the health and safety of our players and staff. Epic said in a blog post. With so much unknown about what is practical and safe, we do not plan to hold in-person events in 2021. Okay, so yeah, who was on Epic for that? So we have no clue of what 2021. Uh, will look like in the future so it's better to be safe than sorry okay speaking of fortnite there had uh there is a god of war cradle skin available i don't know if it's still available now but it was available yesterday and also 
This is coming from GameSpot, by the way. Okay, so Kratos Alpha can be purchased on its own. And you could also get the Oathbreaker set from the item shop. This item contains a Guardian Shield Glider alongside with a Leviathan Axe Pickaxe, complete with their first ever Pickaxe Emote and Mimir Backplane. If you've played the game, you know Mimir's severed head is still very capable of talking. Because of the series PlayStation's exclusivity, PS5 Fortnite players will get a special bonus with Kratos. After you purchase the base outfit and play one match on the system, you also receive a armored Kratos skin. Ooh, I didn't see. I didn't know I got that. Oh, PS5. <laughs> well, that sucks. This armor was only available to Kratos in God of War after he completed. This is what the point of the article that I want to get to. One of the uh, the con site for including Kratos as. If the game needed one, is that he has traveled through the zero point introduced with the start of season 5 epic game said he's among the first to travel through this. And this means there will be more on the way. One of those characters could be Master Chief. Based on that current leak, we've seen the eternal question of who would win in a fight between two heroes will finally be answered. And it looks like he was like, uh, not teased. But it looks like he was uh, he was leaked, so apparently we might get Master Chief. So I'm definitely looking forward to that as well. Okay, talked about that. Talked about that. Okay, there's another article, article revolving uh, PlayStation. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan has insisted that Japan remains immediate, incredibly important to the company. Some reports suggesting otherwise as inaccurate. This is another one coming from GameSpot. Ryan, well, speaking to the Edge via Games Writer in its latest December issue, stresses that PlayStation has not been as excited to work with Japanese developers for some years. The uh, executive was also quick to point out that many Japanese produced titles that appeared on the two PS5 streams ahead of the console's launch. In our two launch shows, which features a reasonable amount of games, but not a huge number of games, there were eight Japanese developed titles, there are many of which are the subject of collaboration and partnership between ja- PlayStation and the Japanese published company, Ryan explained. Uh, we're replying indirectly to the Bloomberg report that suggested Sony's support in Japan was waning. Ryan doesn't think the evidence is there to, to back it up. The PlayStation 5 launched simultaneously in Japan on November 12th. For example, an improvement over the three months wait uh, with the region had to endure during the PS4 launch. So I said, so I read that stuff, said Ryan, a lot of that commentary is inaccurate. And Japan is our second largest market as Sony's homeland continues to be really important to us. Okay, we're literally almost done. Okay. Here's an article coming from another one from Kamas Ucha. Activision has filed a lawsuit against Netflix, accusing the streaming giant of poaching CFO Spencer Neoman. Neoman was hired by Netflix within days of a missing departure from Activision. According to a lawsuit spotted by Hollywood Reporter, Activision is accused Netflix of intentionally interference with contract, unfair competition, and aiding in the betting breach of fiduciary duty. In that lawsuit, Activision says Netflix encouraged Newman to breach his employment contract while Newman was negotiating with Netflix as part of his duties as as Activision's then-CFO. Part of that encouragement allegedly came from Netflix CEO Reed Hastings, who the documents say was personally involved in Newman's departure. Okay, so let's see what uh, this, what we see in regards to this matter. PAX events could return in their regular in-person format next year. Dates have been set for the 2021 installments of PAX East, West, and Unplugged. All things, as things stand, PAX East is scheduled to run June 3rd through the 6th in Boston. The gaming expo typically takes place in March or April, so it seems organizers have their fingers crossed that the COVID-19 pandemic will un- will be under control by June. 
setting PAX East for later than usual means that there's much of a chance that the event will go ahead, will, will actually be going ahead. So this going, uh, here is a Twitch actually post for PAX. With optimism and safety in mind, we're announcing our PAX 2020 dates. So PAX West has been set for September 3rd through the 6th in Seattle, and the return of PAX Unplugged is earmarked for December 10th through the 12th in Philadelphia. More details on PAX Australia 2021 should be revealed in uh, the coming weeks. Unfortunately, the revamped scheduled doesn't leave room for PAX South to take place 2021. Organizers are aiming to bring that event back in 2022. The PAX team says it won't put anyone at risk if COVID-19 remains a major barrier to safety gathering as one of our shows. If that's the case, it will either cancel the events and move it, move it online. Now I need water. As promised, we will all discuss the Fortnite free subscription model again. This is coming from straight from Epic Games. You get a uh, battle pass is included for the full season. Members of the crew, congrats. We have full access to the current season's battle pass, and you'll continue to receive future battle passes with your subscription. On 100 awesome battle pass rewards just by playing Fortnite. You get a 1,000 bonus V-Bucks every month. That alone is worth it. Each month, you'll receive a 1,000 V-Bucks that you can put towards the highest outfit, emotes, and more. Okay, let's see. A new monthly crew pack. The crew pack is an exclusive outfit bundle that that's yours to keep. We'll be curating special items that land in the pack monthly. Each month's crew pack features an exclusive new outfit plus an exclusive new outfit. Plus at least one matching accessory like a glider, pickaxe, or emote. For this month, you get... For this month's crew pack, you get uh, the Galaxia in style. And the Cosma Llama Corn Pickaxe and Fracture World Back Bling. Oh, and that's how I got it. Okay, I was wondering. <laughs> and here is a few notes to keep in mind. <clears throat> your subscription is associated with the platform, and once you purchase it, i.e. your primary platform, it's not like it's canceled and it's non-transferable. Be sure to choose a platform, for example, Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo Switch. You purchase your subscription on carefully. You'll only be able to access items you receive from subscription across different platforms. I'm sorry. You'll, be, you'll still be able to access the items you purchase you purchase from the subscription across different platforms. But the V-Bucks you receive may not be redeemable on other platforms. You must log into your primary platform each monthly subscription period to access your subscription content. V-Bucks purchased on the PlayStation or the Nintendo Switch cannot be purchased on any other platform. Any Fortnite content you buy with your V-Bucks will be available on every device linked to your account, regardless of which device your content was purchased on. So if you want to look at that, you simply go on Epic Games' website and look into this further, into their Q&A. Wow. Okay, now we're going to go into the ARVR uh, news segment. Oh yeah, before we get into that, NVIDIA launch launched a GeForce RTX 3060 Ti for $400, claiming to outpace RTX 2080 Super. Following up to the release of the RTX 3070, 3080, and 3090 earlier this year, NVIDIA today launched the RTX 3060 Ti and claims it's uh, powerful than the last generation's RTX 2080 Super. Supporting the same flagship, fl same flagship features like Accelerated ray tracing, DLSS 2.0, and RTX IO as the more expensive 30 series cards. The RCX 3060 Ti is introduced as the most affordable GPU in the lineup. And they are gonna go to the specs. Uh, it's gonna, it's already been released actually four days ago, December 2nd. It has 4864 uh, CUDA cores, it's clocked at 1.67 gigahertz, 8 gigabytes of memory of GDDR6, and 1 HDMI 2.1 connector, and 3 uh, DisplayPort 1.48 connectors. Okay, now VR and AR. 
Marvel's powers United VR and other iCloud Rift exclusives developed by Sun Zero games are officially gone are going offline next mar uh by next March? Next month. Oh no, by March, okay. I'm like, what is this? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so Marvel Powers VR, Ripic Coil 2016, and VR Sports Challenge 2016 are no longer available for purchase or download. However, Oculus says all current owners continue playing through March 1st, 2021. After that date, the company tells Road to VR, excuse me, that it's making the entirety of Marvel Powers VR and Rip Coil inaccessible, which also includes any single player content. Oculus suggests uninstalling the games afterwards to avoid dead space, tick, dead space taken up on your device. Okay, so if you purchased any of those games, it's important to note that refunds are not automatic. Users need to reach out to Oculus customer support to, to specifically request a refund for the games. Okay, here's an update as well. Uh, uh, four days ago on December 2nd. Facebook reached out to clarify that refunds are only available to customers who have purchased within six months of the refund of the re refund request. So it's good to keep that in mind. Okay. Wacom, a leader in stylus pens and tablets for creative professionals, unveils a new device date last month, which was built specifically for creators looking to leverage the power of VR. Carl Led Wacom VR Pen, the device is a pressure-sensitive stylus controller. This is the company says in its developer-focused webpage allows users to not only join VR, but also with the company's fleet of professional pen tablets for traditional 2D drawing. One of the major obstacles in creating a VR stylus is a lack of force feedback, which, make it, which makes drawing in open space difficult and inherently less precisive. While Comb says, however, it's pressure-sensitive button, you know, the pen's tips uh, less used naturally, alter strokes thickness depending on the amount of force used when gripping the pen, which will also recreate a similar experience to drawing with a pen, uh, with a pen on paper. And the pen, the VR pen also features a few other buttons, including a sugar style pen, a rotator knob for digital tool selection, and a selector that now go on the knob itself. All right. Now, next. Uh, Bay Jar today announced its latest high-end headsets, the XR3 uh, and the VR3, with a range of improvements, including an expanded field of view, inside-out tracking, and a redesigned head strap, while still expensive uh, while so expensive and definitely aimed at large enterprises the new headset also get a significant priced well priced reduction compared to prior models and my door is getting really dry as far as XR headsets go Vargers are quite unique the company headsets using two displays for each eye a high density focused display at the center in a larger context display to fill out the field of view to immersive levels. The two displays are blended together nearly seamlessly, allowing the very center of the field to field of view to achieve brightness resolution that's unmatched by any other headset on the market. Okay, so both models are available to order today and due to start shipping in January. So Last but not least, Primax, the company known for its wide field of view VR headsets, have now launched a Primax 5K Super, a PC VR headset first shown in its prototype stage at CES 2020 earlier this year. The new Primax 5K Super is being built as a hardware refresh of the Primax 5K Plus, while it launched in 2018 with 2560 by 1440 pixels per eye. LCD display capable of up to 140 refresh rate and a 200 degree field of view priced at $600. The Plus is just one step above the company's 450 entry level headset. In addition to, to the refresh rates, 160 and 180 in experimental mode, it also supports 90, 120, and 144 hertz. It includes a new modular audio strap, 
Pimax Comfort Kit Facial Padding, a nose guard to prevent late leakage, and a ruggedized exterior housing. As for the headset's main draw, provided you have the computer to run it, higher panel refresh is typically equal to smoother ref uh, experiences, ex uh, i.e. you have the Valve Index's 144Hz refresh rate, offers impre impressively smooth and tight feeling gameplay. Alright, that's about uh, Note. The headset's total resolution is claimed to be 5,000 pixels, however, that's split across each eye. The naming scheme is confusing, so as with the other headset that uses similar naming gnome clatter, we put 5K in quotes to help other readers understand that it's being used differently than they might expect. So it's good to keep that in mind. Let me see if we have any breaking news stories and, you know, last minute stuff. That we may have missed. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, something interesting. That's what we got. Alright, the Game Awards is going to be this Thursday. What's this? Okay, I'm not seeing anything. So, we'll talk about this. Xbox will reportedly announce something at the Game Awards. Xbox... Uh, it came from their official Twitter profile. Tune into the Game Awards is here to see great games get honored. What? Well, the Game Awards is usually the time of the year where we get all these unforeseen announcements. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Mm. So. Where are you? So uh, let's go to uh, our reader mail segment. And if you want to send, uh, want to know how to send this reader mail, here's how. You want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and if any questions you may have us for sending by sending us reader mail on our Discord server, by leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash impact play or by even sending us an email to read email at impactplay.com who knows it may even be featured on a future episode or on our reader mail segment of the show mm. so let's see if we have uh so i guess that's it so thank you guys so much for making the impact play a part of your day if you wish to join our community server or over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation in Discord and chat now. We are trying to reach affiliate status, and we need your help. Share our channel with your friends, family, and anyone who you believe would benefit from the show. Leave us a review, even just a really kind of favorite platform. Have a great one, folks. Until next time.